Guys, welcome again to the third episode of The Warrior Behind the Beard. It's really, really nice to be here with you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I'm here with DK Watts. How you doing, DK? Pretty good. How's it going? Doing good, brother. Doing good. Excited about our next guest. Uh, I think this uh, amazing song might have given it away a little bit. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's still going to be a nice surprise. Um, so guys, as you know, if you have heard the shows before, you know that if you have any little ones in the room, we are not going to be responsible for the new words they learned today. So, um, that is up to you if you want to keep them in the room or not. And, um, as you know, this is a show that dives into the lives of those bearded dudes out there. And, um, we want to get to know everybody, man. We want to know everything there is to know about our guests. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. So I'm going to give the floor to my man, DK, and he's going to give you uh, a little bit of information about who our guest is going to be today. Take it away, DK. Okay. So I'm going to list off some facts for you guys about this awesome guest that we have on today. He's Canadian. He's a full-time single dad, an amateur MMA fighter, a YouTuber, a beard ambassador, and a life enthusiast. Fuck, dude, is that his Tinder description? Yeah, I think he just copy and pasted <laughs> it. <laughs> but, but, he was born and raised in Vancouver Island, Canada, my bad, and he now resides in Blind Bay. He is a kickboxing and MMA instructor. And he has been growing his beard for nine to ten months before the pandemic, before the quarantine happened. So that's how long it's been going on. And uh, for him, his biggest accomplishment is his son. His name is Legend. And without him, he would not be here today. Nice. Yeah, I know. A hell of a name. But. Hell of a name, dude. I give you Scott. So Scotty. Scott. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Glad you're here. Glad to be here. How's it going, brother? Is there anything that you want to talk about to let the people know about you before we get this kicked off? No, not a great deal, my friends. I'm high as a fucking kite right now. I just smoked. <laughs> I'm stoked to be here. It's glorious to hear your two beautiful voices, you bearded, glorious bastards. And, uh, man, my life's an open book, so whatever you guys want to talk about, let's talk about it. I'm down. Hell yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we started this right, huh? <laughs> no, this is good. I'm, I'm glad you're willing to jump right into it. Oh, man, you got to. Especially, you know, like I, I've been... I've been smoking pot for, I think, 11 years now. I don't remember what it's like not to be stoned. It's so freeing. <laughs> it's so freeing. I used to be the fat kid that was so insecure. I was so worried about what people thought about me. And I, I didn't know what to do for a large period of my life. I was rejected by a lot of girls. It was a rough road. I was 315 pounds. I had to make a big change. You know, it was uh, a lot of soul searching. So 
all the lessons I learned along the way, I, I've applied to my life and some funny shit has happened along the ways. And I'm excited to share that with you guys. So let's do this. That's awesome, man. Well, I am going to be the one to kick this thing off today. And the podcast is titled The Warrior Behind the Beard. So we're going to start off with your beard. Of course. What made you want to grow a beard? It pisses my ex-wife off, and I'm pretty sure she wants to run me over with her car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, solely I began growing this thing because, you know, uh, I got married the day after I turned 24, or the day before I turned 24, sorry. Uh, and I had already gotten her knocked up. And I remember the pictures of my wedding. They're still somewhere in my house. I have a, a very clean shaving face, just a little, like a baby goatee, like just a little baby thing growing on my face, barely any hair. I barely felt like a man. And I look back <laughs> at that picture and I think of the years that her and I spent together and that just wasn't me. That's not who I want to be anymore. That dude was a spineless little bitch. And I am no longer that guy. <laughs> I am no longer that dude. So I grew a beard because men have hair on their face and on their chest and on their back. Zeke and I talk about that quite often. And uh, yeah, man. No, you, as a man, you got to have some hair on your face. If you look like Ken the Barbie doll, like her boyfriend or whatever the fuck that guy is, then you're doing your life wrong. If your job requires you to shave, get a new job. Tell them to go suck a dick. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, oh my God. Already to a good start. So Start your own business if you need to start a business to grow a beard. Fucking do it. Don't ever shave that. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like if you it. can't grow a beard, buy one. It's online. I hear they're cheap. <laughs> Well, you you did. Well, shave Scott's back and make you a beard. That's right. It's all good. It can also make you a very very <laughs> tightly tethered rope to tie your ship down. But I mean, hey, we're we're not here to talk about. Well, you did say you grew it to piss off your eggs. So I how, did. Yeah. <laughs> well, how long have you been growing that beard? Like without taking a razor to your uh, nine to 10 months. Yeah. Nine to 10 months. Her and I separated uh, back in the very end of July, beginning of August. And about as soon as I realized that that ship had sailed and we were, it was over. I was like, I'm growing this out. Cause essentially what happened was a repeat of a couple years ago. She took off to Mexico, left me and my son behind. And essentially that was kind of the beginning of me being a single dad. We had already separated prior to that, but the moving to Mexico was major. Like, I didn't quite understand what was going on with that. So it was, you know, about a year of him and I hanging out together, just him and dad every day. And uh, during that year, I grew a beard and I really enjoyed it. And then she came back and I was like, maybe she changed. And I shaved it all off. And I went back to being that spineless dude that I talked about. And I just couldn't deal with it. So once we separated and... Uh, late all or July, early August, I immediately started growing it. As soon as I knew that ship was gone, it was over. That beard came right back into my life. Nice, right on. Well, do uh, do people treat you differently with a beard than they did before when you were shaving up? Absolutely. I fucking I feel like I have that energy when I walk into a room now. 
Like people mm. look at me and they're like, God damn, look at that beard. Cause it, <laughs> it, I mean, I see a lot of guys up here and they have like a, a little goatee or they might have a little scruff, but there's not a lot of guys with beards up here. Like if I see another dude with a beard, I just want to, I just want to run over and hug that motherfucker. Dude, you're doing it right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there's another one of you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the love of Christ. <laughs> well, well, I mean, to be, to be honest, for those who haven't seen Scott, he has a pretty bushy, Big yeah. beard. So um I, I get what you're I do, about. yeah. I, I want to try and braid this son of a bitch, but I'm not quite ready for that yet. I still need a little bit of length <laughs> for me to be happy with it. I got you. Well, I've like Zeke was saying, I mean, your beard is huge. So like in from day to day, what's your beard routine like? It does change a little bit day to day, but not a great deal. You know, if we're talking about going through the whole step, the kit and caboodle, I wake up out of bed, I go into the bathroom, I make sure I have a, a brush there and I start brushing through that, make sure all the tangles are out. I jump in the shower, I make sure to use my Viking Storm shampoo and conditioner. I get right in there, smells delicious. Oh. Next thing you know, oh, oh yes. I know. Oh, la, 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 la. Next thing you know, <laughs> I jump out of there. And I just, I got, I got to make sure that I brush it again. Cause there's so much water to get in this thing. It's like a dog. It just, it fucking, it'll take up a towel. So I have my, uh, my beard towel there that I go through and I dry it off with. And a couple of times I got to shake that son of a bitch out. And uh, <laughs> next, thing, next thing you know, about 15 minutes later, I give it a spray down and I start using my beard straightener. Give myself about 10 minutes with that bad boy after it's heated up and it's looking all nice and straight. Throw in some beard oil, throw in some of the gentleman uh, beard balm there because it's a little bit stronger, I find. And because when you have a big beard like this, it uh, the the scruff just doesn't quite hold it down the way I need it to. Yeah, you so, got to tame it. Yeah, that's right. I got to tame this son of a bitch. I try with the with the heat brush and it almost gets it, but I got to use that gentleman that gentleman balm just to take it up that next level and keep that son of a bitch kept down. So yeah. that's about the routine I go through. It takes me about 35, 40 minutes in the morning, but you know I get up nice and early, five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. God damn! Yes, yeah, every day, that's a lot of every time. Every day, five or six. Little man's asleep, so I get about four or five hours. Sometimes if I'm lucky, you know, two or three, if it's an early day for him and uh, I do my beard and I get some business done. Oh, you take care of that sucker. I like it. Oh yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, you got to make sure to put in that night oil. You got to make sure to keep that shit moisturized. Not oh, every yeah. day, but I say at least five days out of the week. Yeah. No, that's understandable. But now that we've talked about your face scarf a little bit, I am going to give it over to Zeke. So he can hit you up now and see what he's got to say. So my man, take it away, Z. Yeah, brother. Um, I gotta say, man, I don't know how you did it, but you managed to make your beer routine sound a little bit dirty. <laughs> it made me feel a little dirty at some point. It got me very excited. That's, that's quite a fucking accomplishment, man. That's awesome. I'm glad I feel it's my anger and a fat burner so, for you. <laughs> oh god all right brother so um so i know i i know you say here you you teach kickboxing you're an mma instructor so um you you're pretty much 
as far as what I'm reading here, you're, you're pretty much self-employed. Yes, sir. Um, have you ever had any any jobs since you've been growing a beer? Have you ever had any any problems with it when it comes work-wise? Or everything is pretty much cool with your beard and your work life? You know, uh, I have had to jump around a little bit here and there because I have moved around from a town uh, two hours away. So every time you move and you have a business, your clientele kind of dies because you're essentially starting over. And I went from a population of, I think Kelowna was something like 65,000 people or 40,000 people. I I don't know. It's a fairly big town. Maybe 100,000. I don't know. I'm stoned. And uh, I moved moved away to this (laughs) tiny little town called Blind Bay. It's not even a town. It's a fucking village. And it's mainly retired people here. So I essentially make a living teaching like their grandkids and the parents that are starting to move into the neighborhood. And there's a small elementary school down the road and a middle school town teaching those kids. And every now and again, I get the odd college student or, you know, the mummer like, man, I'm fat as fuck. I got to get rid of this shit. And I'm like, I got you. I don't find a lot of uh, what I like to call warriors out here. Like I don't find a lot of people that are like, Hey, get me in a cage. So uh, it's been a little bit interesting. I've had to change the mentality. Right, right. In Kelowna, that's where they have uh, Toshido MMA, which is where Rory McDonald came from. He fought for the UFC welterweight title. Uh, we saw him a couple of times right before he fought Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I've trained with a couple of UFC guys here and there. Um, so right when you have that kind of level around your town, <laughs> you you have a different mentality than when you move to a small village and you're doing mom and dad classes with their kids right 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 but but how did you how did you ever get started with that what made you want to do that your line of work? i don't like being told what to do that's a big part of it I, what to do if it's super constricted if i don't feel like i have enough creativity if i don't feel like i can be creative with my job if i don't feel like i can kind of you know, steer the direction of my day. Like I can follow general orders. Hey, make sure to do the cash out, open, close. That stuff's fine. That's not a problem. But if it's really stringent, like, you know, when's that report done? Hey, you got to be here. We have a meeting here. I need this done. Ah, that's too much for me. I'm not that guy. Don't come, don't come to work stone. (laughs) I'm just going to throw a chair at somebody if that's my lifestyle. So, uh, You know, I I started doing kickboxing again and stuff like that at about 17, 18, right after high school, right after I lost all the weight. And uh, a gentleman I went to school with, his dad owned the martial arts academy. Oh, hold on, Scott. Scott, sorry, sorry to interrupt you here, but but we said this off the air, so I wanna I want you to tell people how much weight it is that you lost. I lost 145 pounds. I lost 50 percent of my body weight. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. That is That's insane, amazing, bro. That is insane. Yeah, no, I lost 145 pounds, and that in itself was a battle. Every day before school, it was eating a bag of salad, and I smoked a ton of pot after school, and I went to the gym for three hours a day, four hours a day. Some days I was like, you know, fuck eating at all, and I just I wanted to be skinny so bad. I wanted to be that dude with abs because I never thought I could be. And once I got there, uh, I was like, okay, well, the next thing is, is I got bullied all the time, and that fucking sucked. I got stabbed in grade five by a kid in my class with a six-inch fishing knife. 
which wow. sucked a bag of dicks. Uh, <laughs> so I remember going home and my mom's like, what happened to you? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I got kind of stabbed at school today. And I did a little bit of martial arts as a kid, you know, did karate and kempo, and a little bit of right. wrestling and that stuff. But through school, I always did Olympic style wrestling. And uh, after school, when I just was doing mainly the weightlifting, I was like, I got to get back to martial arts. So I went to my friend, his dad had the academy in town. I started doing kickboxing and jujitsu and boxing and pretty much anything I could get my hands on. I just wanted to hurt somebody. I was just that angry old fat kid that was no longer fat. <laughs> I got to take my anger out on somebody. Uh, so I had these aspirations to be a fighter. And I was like, I got to move to Vancouver because I was on Vancouver Island. And there's a couple of towns on Vancouver Island. I was born and raised in Campbell River. And I, I moved off to Vancouver and I was like, I got to have a fight here. There's a few fight promotions. So I spent the next two years hunting these people down. All the promoters, come on, guys, give me a fight. Let me do this. And I was training at the local academies, trying to get more knowledge because I wasn't good enough to teach yet. But I knew kind of what to do in the ring right, for right. sparring. And even then, I was still getting lit up by guys that were way better than me. They'd walk in and they'd just beat the shit out of me. And you walk back to your car and you're like, fuck, that's not my car. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Oh, it was bad. There's a few times where I remember walking back to my car and I have my keys and I'm like, where's my car? And I realized I went to the wrong parking lot on the other side of the street because I just got head kicked by some dude that was, you know, 35 pounds bigger than me and experienced. Mm. Okay. And, you know, I, the scariest Steve. moment, and I, I, I say this with a lot of love, there's a bunch of great guys down in Vancouver. But if you are a guy about my size, I'm about 183 pounds right now. Don't wrestle with a guy that's 265 pounds. Don't do it. <laughs> when that dude grabs you by the chin and you're like, hey, hey, what are you doing here, man? Like, we're just wrestling. And you hear like in your neck and he's not stopping. You're like, hey, this hurts. And he's like, oh, that's all right. Everybody else says that too. You know, that's a red flag to not train there. Don't go there. That's a bad dude. Or at least don't train with that dude. Don't go to the class that he's in. Just go to a different class. <laughs> so after a bunch of experiences like that, I went through a, a, a shitty relationship with a, a girl that barely spoke English for about a year. I moved home and I really put it down. Like, I got to fight somebody. I got to fight somebody. So where am I going to go? I'm going to go to Kelowna where the best people are where the best trainers are. This is the best place in Western Canada where I am. And I trained there for a little while, got the experience that I felt I needed, got the shit kicked out of me. Broken noses. I had one of my teeth had to be fucking kind of put back into place. It got all wobbly and shit. They kind of fix that. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. I had busted lips, uh, broken hands, a couple broken feet. <laughs> like you name it, I, I took it. A couple cuts on the forehead along the way. And I got married. And I know what you guys are thinking, like, how does this tie into Scott fighting? She took all of the love away from martial arts. Once I got married, she didn't understand that that was who I was for so long that I still have to be able to leave the house every now and again, Right, right. which was a big problem. You know, do you really want your kids seeing you fight? That was a big thing I heard all the time. Do you want to see, do you want your kids to see you with a broken right, right. nose and a black eye and all fucked up and no money because, you know, their dad's just getting punched in the face. And my son was on the way and she had a son 
So right. I was like, oh, God damn. Man. Like, am I, am I doing the right thing? Right. And once the relationship was over, man, I got, I, I did everything I could to get a hold of those promotions. I blew up their emails, their Twitters, their Instagrams. I fucking tried calling people that had anything to do with the promotions. And I got myself my first fight. And after my first fight, I was able to get myself, I was able to say I was an amateur fighter, which draws a lot more attention to the business. You know, yeah, right. I bet, I bet that that's that's kind of like a big it is. Match. People will look at you and go, "Hey, this guy has some experience." Not just, "Hey, he's done a kickboxing tournament here, or there. He's been in a cage. They locked the door. They had the talk with right. him right before." Hey, dude, you may not come back out, and you may not see your family <laughs> again. This dude can fucking kill you in there. And you're like, and you're like, man, I, all right. <laughs> You made Let's me do use it. some weird fucked up crab walk before I came out here <laughs> to make sure that I was okay to fight because you want to make sure I'm mobile enough. Let's do this, man. I'm already embarrassed. I'm fighting in my underwear. <laughs> on the way to the on the way to the ring, you're just and sitting there being like, "Why am I doing this?" You know, you're you're questioning yourself, even though you put yourself in that predicament. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Walking to the ring, scared as shit. <laughs> So, so I, I I hear about you know obviously I, I can imagine that being very intimidating, very, being very like yeah, like a balls are in your courage, throat, right? But um, you stuck with it. Your balls are in your throat as you're Sorry, walking in the cage. Yeah, they just they, they shrivel right up there. <laughs> you're you're tasting them. I got it. So uh, so let, let, you know it's an intimidating situation, but but obviously you stuck with it. So. What is it that makes it worth it for you? Tell me the funniest story. This, this is honestly what I wanted. What's the funniest story um, that, that you've had when it comes to, oh, to your job? Shit. Probably have to be the time that my son shit his pants in the middle of a kickboxing class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, a, that was a shitty one. Literally shitty everywhere. The I fucking felt so bad. I'm in the middle of class and I, I made an inappropriate joke which as an instructor, like you don't want to, you don't want to offend the ladies because the ladies that were in my class, there was about five to six of them. And there was one guy. And I guess I was almost like, Hey, these girls are never in my class. You're always here. I know these girls are not coming back. Like I was trying to play to the guy that I knew was going to come back <laughs> and probably give me some private class money. And okay. uh, I, I made a joke and I made a joke where I was like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you know, like, let's get up and hit the heavy bag and, you know, make sure to pick the same bag. You don't want to stray away too far from your original bag. Got to stay faithful. Huh? Huh? And the girls just <laughs> gave me the girls just gave me this look like I hope you fucking die. And I was like, oh, so luckily enough to make the situation worse, the daycare that was attached to the gym. Uh, the girl runs over to me and she's like, Hey Scott, sorry to tell you, your son's shit all over the daycare. I'm like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> I got 45 minutes left to class. We're 15, 20 minutes in. You're fucking kidding me. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, I made sure he, I made sure he went to the bathroom. I did my, ah, God fucking damn it. So she's like, I can take care of it for you. I can take care of it for you. You know, we have some clothes in the lost, lost and found that have been cleaned. Uh, you know, just uh, let me take care of this. Thank you. Thank you so much. She comes back about five minutes later as I'm, you know, right in the middle of, you know, counting for burpees. 11, 12, let's go, people. And she's just like, yeah, motherfucker, you got to get in here. This kid's still shitting. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, guys, hold on. Just, uh 
do something. So I ran off and I, I, I changed my kid and I, I look at him and, I, and, you know, he can't talk at the time. He, I think he might have one tooth, you know, and he's, he's looking up at me all happy to see dad. Ah. And I'm like, really, man, like you could have picked a better time than, than to shit. Which, you know, he then proved after this incident, you know, I was able to go back to class and finish it up. I had to change my shirt because I had shit on it. And I then taught the rest of my class, you know, shirtless for most of it, which at the time, I mean, mm-hmm. most people see a hairy shirtless MMA instructor and they're like, this guy doesn't give a fuck, which they're right. I didn't. I'm a single dad. I'm trying to pay rent. Watch me, bitch. Join in. So... Uh, <laughs> So it just turned into this situation with my kid where at work, you seem to have these accidents. So we had a team meeting one day and next thing you know, uh, my, my head coach, he's like, Hey, yeah, we got to do this team building, blah, blah, blah. Let's do this push up thing where we all put our feet on each other's shoulders and we look like a giant caterpillar. It'll be great for social media. I'm like, this is going to be gay as fuck. And thankfully my son pissed all over me. So I was like, I got to go take care of this, man. I'm, I'm covered in piss. I can't join your weird, <laughs> shitty caterpillar push up. Fucking, I fucking hate you guys. And I took off. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much some of the funny stories from work. Just uh, nice. my, my son <laughs> seeming to shit and piss all over the place. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> hey man, at least he got you out of stuff, you know? <laughs> He did. He did. He's a good kid that way. I love him. <laughs> oh my God. That is hilarious. So um, right now uh, we're going to be moving away from your job, um, Scott, and we're going to be moving into the, the family um, stuff. Obviously you've mentioned that family is a big thing for you. Um, yes, so DK, take it away, my brother. Yeah. I'm going to be asking some questions, Scott. So um, right now with you and your boy, um, is it just you and him or do you have a girlfriend right now or are y'all doing it solo? Females are evil. Stay away from them. Uh, yeah, no, solo it is. <laughs> yeah, no, solo it is. Uh, I, I firmly believe after everything I've, uh, I don't want to sound like a fucking charity case, but after being through the ringer, uh, it's, it's not really worth it unless you find a girl that has a, a good head on her shoulders and good morals. And that's hard to come by these days. That's not a bash towards women. It, you know, we all get stuck in our life. Some people like to party longer than others. Some people are, you know, not quite sure what to do with jobs. So they kind of get stuck where they are. You know, people have life incidences and things happen like that. So uh, yeah. there's no judgment there towards uh, females whatsoever. We all got our own shit going on. But just from my perspective, unless you find a good girl, it's not worth it. So it's been just him and I for, you know, his mom and I tried again about 10 11 months ago that didn't end well so it's been just right. him and i again um and that only lasted for about seven months so it was a short period of time compared to you know the three and a half years that him and i have been you know solo gotcha. uh, right. and yeah so i'm sorry i forgot the question i'm super stoned where are we <laughs> no, that's okay <laughs> well, so so the everyone else knows i mean that's not off the table for you in the future to possibly if the right woman came along you would be okay um you know trying to move down again if you if it ever the right woman came along yes yes for sure saying that though like i i would lie if i would say my eyebrows aren't like shaking when i say that (laughs) There's a little bit of like the shaking eyebrow syndrome where I'm like, God damn, that's a hard road to go down. 
<laughs> that's okay. That's okay. So, and you've talked about him a lot, but it is just, uh, just you and your son, right? Just the one boy, um, legend, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Just me and him. Awesome. Well, I'm sure you have plenty, but what's the funniest story that you can tell me about you and your boy? Besides that doesn't involve him shitting or pissing yeah. himself. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the kids, honestly, he's just funny in everyday life. Like I remember just one day, uh, before I had any idea of being a a beard ambassador or anything, I was just kind of trying to figure out my life. I was right in the middle of switching jobs again. We're sitting on the couch and we're watching Ninja Turtles and I pull out my phone and I just start doing like a recording of the two of us. And I just wanted to hear what the little guy had to say. He's, you know, three and a half, three years old at that point. And they say the craziest shit is when they're kids, you know, uh, like the old saying goes. So I'm sitting there and he, he essentially looks at the camera and he goes, hey, dad, I don't like your face. I'm like, whoa, that's intense. And he goes, yeah, I don't like your face. And I don't like Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, oh, you don't like Ninja Turtles? He goes, yeah. They're fucking weird. I'm like, oh, <laughs> god damn. All right, boy. And I'm just like, well, I guess they are kind of weird. I mean, these guys, I mean, they got mystical weapons and stuff. I mean, that's pretty weird. And he goes, yeah, and I don't like your beard. I'm like, what? Oh, he looks my at me god. And he goes, I don't like your beard. And it's still something he tells me to this day. No. Just to piss me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, which is hilarious. My son knows me so well. He looks at me and just to just to try and get under my skin when he wants to be a little bastard. He uh, he tells me he's like, "Hey, Dad, I don't like your beard and I don't like your face." You know, and he says it a lot. So after a while, you're like, "Hey, man, it's not funny anymore." So you're just, you start to get butthurt by this little kid that you made. That you're like, "I know you're saying it to get under my skin. It's fucking working. Stop it." <laughs> and he and he picked the one thing that he knows is gonna is gonna hit home. <laughs> that's right and then when he's you know when he's trying to suck up he's like hey dad you want some beard oil like he knows he he yeah. knows about the beard oil he knows nice. about yeah he's like you want you want to you want some beard oil dad Dude. will that cheer you up i'm like you Dude, little cheeky bastard you're gonna have to watch out for him man he's playing the game already that's awesome he, he's a blue-eyed devil i have a feeling <laughs> he's gonna break some girls hearts in the future oh. and you know he has he has this bitter old man at this point i'm like good good (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) okay so i'm gonna go to the next one (laughs) what is the biggest struggle that you and your boy have faced thus far and overcome or still currently going through you know yeah, I mean, two two that I could probably touch on, one that's pretty personal and one that isn't so personal is like daycare. Finding daycare is not so personal. You know, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. For, for me in Canada, the way it works up here is, you know, a, a registered daycare is about 50 bucks a day. If they if it's a mom out of her oh. home that's had that's done some daycare in the past, it's about forty bucks a day. Sometimes that includes meals, sometimes it doesn't. You can get about as low as thirty, thirty-five, but that's you know, somebody just doing it because they're being nice. But still it costs an arm right. and leg at the end of every, you know, two weeks, every month. It's an extra four or five hundred dollars that you need towards groceries, rent, car payment, you know, medication, because sometimes you get sick, can't make it to work, whatever's going on. And uh, yeah. that was a big, that was a big struggle being in a bigger city. Now that we're in a smaller place, it's it's easier with more 
I guess you could say retired people around. They want to help out. They, you know, they're happy to see young people in the neighborhood. They're like, thank God some life. And I'm like, thank God some old people with money. (laughs) So, I mean, it works out well. It works out well here for the two of us. Uh, And then the more personal one is, you know, his, his mom has, you know, and I, and I shouldn't say this with any malice or anything. And and that's not my intent. Uh, She's made some poor life decisions. She's been in and out of the picture. Uh, and it's been hard on him and I, her coming back and having family reintroduced right. and then, you know, the family brought together and then torn apart again and then leaves yeah. again and comes back and you go through it one more time. Maybe this can work and it doesn't. And uh, you beat yourself up a lot. You you know, you go through all the stages, you know, I'm a horrible dad. I'm a horrible husband. And at the end of the day, instead of going through all, right. all those, it is what it is. You just got to move on. Life is what it is. You're not owed anything. Life is what it is, and you get dealt the cards that you're dealt with, and you have to make the best of a situation. And that's everything I've ever tried to do, and it's led me to where I am now. And I love where I am now. i got a fucking awesome group of friends. I have two jobs that I absolutely love. I'm on a podcast, which means I must be doing something, right? Because people like to listen to me talk, which is pretty fucking slow. I mean, you're in our podcast. Oh, I don't know, man. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's an honor being here, you know. I, uh, I appreciate the shit out of it to you, and it, it it's been it's been a roller coaster ride with my son. But honestly, I couldn't I couldn't be more happy for where I'm at with this kid. He's growing up. He's happy. He's healthy. No, that's he, awesome, he, man. That's beautiful. Yeah, right on. He's man. a good kid. No, I'm really happy for you. Well, and you said um, he is the reason you're here. You know that you've come so far that you have. Where do you see yourself, um, you and your boy, taking yourself in the next five years, ten years? What's the end game look like for you? Well, I believe in five years I, I'll probably still be building. I don't think the process is ever over. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't believe in ever having an end an end I believe in having end goals, but it just leads to another goal if that yes. makes any sense. Oh, just yeah. leads to another step. All right. Yeah. Because if if you if you get to your goal and you're like I've made it. I've heard this from fighters a lot of the time, especially the guys that get to the the top. You know, they go, I thought it would feel different when I reach my goal. I thought it would feel different, but I'm still just, you know, BJ Penn, I'm still George St. Pierre, I'm still Rashad Evans, I'm still just a dude. I just have a target on my back now. And that was in their world and I kind of try and take that same mentality into the real world. I'm going to get to my goal and if, and that puts a little bit of a target on my back because that gains me a little bit of, uh, you can call it fame, notoriety, popularity. You can call it a bunch of different things, whatever it is, uh, engagement and traffic, I guess is what you want to call it. Yeah. And, that, and with that, a target gets right. put on your back and I'm sure you guys will know you go into your Instagram comments, you go on your Facebook and there's always going to be that one hater, that one person that has something negative to say. And then the more popular, the more fame, the more engagement you get, the bigger that target turns out. And the more of those people tend to show up, but also your support grows. So it depends on how you want to look at the right. situation, right? You can you can pay a lot of attention to the haters and the negativity, or you can pay a lot of attention to your support and just take the good from the bad and carry on with your life. No, I like that. And I, man, I'd love to give a Makes shout sense, out right now, but how you put it, one of our friends in our group said, you never get criticized by people doing more than you. And I love That's that. Right. Group. 
Absolutely. The only people that ever criticize you, the only people that ever put you down, you know, like the, I remember when we, when my ex-wife and I were going through a very personal moment where I was serving her a court paper Mm -hmm. saying, saying that I had full custody and she didn't attend to that court because it was an emergency court order. And, uh, essentially I'm dropping a piece of paper off at her house and going, give me the kid. And she opens the door and she finds out the whole situation. And she's like, you're a fake fighter. You're a wannabe. You're a fucking pussy. The only reason you want legend is because he's the only friend you'll ever have. And I was like, I was like, Whoa, okay. Like, you know, this shit hits pretty home and pretty personal, but at the end of the day, man, you got him again. It is what it is. She was a hater. She wasn't doing what she needed to do to focus on in her life. So I had to focus on mine. And that's where we are today. And my life just continues to get better. And if she is listening to this one day, I hope your life has gotten better. No, good for you, man. Right on, brother. No, that's awesome. Well, I'm going to, we're going to switch it to a little bit of a lighter note now that we've talked about your work and family a little bit. Yes, sir. Give it back over to Zeke. So he can have some fun with it. And now here oh, comes God. the serious questions. It's right about that time to get stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope, so, I hope you're ready. <laughs> yes, they're all oh, man. I'm ready for anything. Hell yeah. My friend. <laughs> all right, brother. So we we got a surprise ready for you after this, but first we're gonna go with a little. Uh, this one, I, I kind of know this one, but how, on a, on a scale of one to ten, man, how weird are you? Honestly. And we need a reason why. That's important. Ah, shit. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a couple. There's a couple. I don't even know if there's a number that can actually <laughs> I- explain why I'm as weird <laughs> or why I'm so weird. I just am. Uh I find you have to be a little bit different than other people to have some fun in this life. I hate cookie cutter people, the jocks in school, the nerds, the whatever. I always right. like to just be, I just wanted to be Scott. I just wanted to be Scott. I wanted to make people so, laugh. So you don't like the breakfast club then? No, fuck the breakfast club. I hope they burn. <laughs> Not a fun. Okay, cool. No, I hope they burn. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that, yeah, that's me in a nutshell, man. I, I'm, I'm weird. I say weird shit. I smoke a lot of pot. I don't do things conventionally. Uh, so I'm going to say a 10. And if I were to give you a reason, the only reason I can think of why I might be as weird the way that I am, if my sister did drop me on the only rock in the backyard when my parents were building the house. <laughs> so, I mean, like maybe she fucked me up then. You know, I have been punched and kicked a few times. That might have something to do with it. I'm not quite sure. But here we are. <laughs> All right. That's a good enough answer for me, brother. <laughs> so check this one out. What are you a master of? That is very uncommon. Like, like not oh. a lot of people are good at this, but you are. Oh, I was going to say masturbating, but I mean, that's. Oh, that's, oh, Jesus. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Damn. Come on. Everybody's good at that, man. <laughs> Hey, that can be a town. That should be a fucking Olympic sport, man. The stamina that takes for some of those gentlemen. You ever watch porn? Those dudes go for like eight hours a day, and you're like, God damn. Oh, God. Can you imagine the qualifiers for that? <laughs> Terrible. 
terrifying. Just oh, absolutely God. terrifying. But oh, no, I'm not a master. God. Shit, that's that's difficult because I don't think I do anything perfect. I don't think I do anything uh different, but goddamn, what I do do the best is I wake up every day and my intention is to have as many laughs as possible. So I guess my intention is to drop like these little happiness bombs. I guess you could say I'm a happiness ninja. I like to go to the store and like, I'll, I'll just say a nice compliment to the cashier. And as I'm walking out, you see an old lady, you try and help her out. And you know, you walk by the guy's truck. That's a nice truck, man. Even though it looks like shit, you just want to try and make people feel good. And that, and that's my goal. Because if you have a bad day, like if your mind starts to get cloudy and it starts to feel hard to think and stuff like that, that means you're having a shitty day. And the right. best way to fix and Absolutely. the best way to fix that is drop some positivity on other people because it starts to just bring that positivity back. Yeah. I love right. it, brother. I love it. That that's a good thing that's to be awesome. a master. I try. I can still get better, but that's what I'm trying yeah. to master. So well, let, let's flip it now. Let's do a 180. Um, what do you absolutely suck at? Oh, god damn. And if you say masturbating, <laughs> uh, I'm a shitty liar, man. Like okay. I, I'm, I'm horrible at lying. Okay. Like if, if, if I'm lying to you and I don't want you to know, but you're like, you're looking me in the eye, like my face will go red. I'll do the best I can not to break. I'll look you in the eye. Yeah. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about, but my face is about as red as a lobster. You know I'm full of shit. You know I'm full of shit. And that's why I don't even try and put myself in those predicaments. I don't like to lie because that red look on my face is just not one that I'm proud of. That is hilarious, you know, it's dude. It's okay to be bad at that. All right. So let That's right. <laughs> yeah, that, that that is actually well, I mean, it depends. <laughs> my you might need it every now and then. So um what is it? This one is a fun one for me. And um, if you had your choice of superpower, right? Anything you want, what would it be? Mm. I think invisibility or the ability to go through walls. If we get, if that's like the same oh, thing, like I, yeah, yeah, I kind of go up the pervy route. I mean, you know, I, I try, I try not to go up the pervy route. Like, I don't want to look at Mrs. Saunders' tits and stuff like that. But I mean, like, maybe I'll go, like, maybe I'll go into a bank vault and steal some money to make sure I can pay for my car and shit. Maybe I'll, you know, do that stuff. But I mean, if the hot girl walks by, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I don't want to take a look. She's a pretty lady. <laughs> She's a pretty lady. She deserves some appreciation. I knew we were gonna get that one. She deserves some appreciation. I knew we were gonna get that one. If she looks point. good. Give her a wink. <laughs> well, I'm glad you picked a different one because we've had three different answers now, which has been cool. We've had fire, a dude that wanting super strength, and then we've got Scott, who wants the ability to be invisible or go through walls for either to get rich. Or to be a perv, I love it. Totally, you got to be honest with the people. You got to be honest with the people. I like tits and ass, just like the next straight dude. Oh, nice! All right, Scotty, check it out, man. We made a special section. You're not gonna get the man card as everybody else so far. I love this. We made a special section for you. This, all right. And this section is going to be called. For this show, getting in deep with Scotty Boy. 
Oh shit! I love it. Let's do this, right. gentlemen. This yeah. is gonna be good. So let me let me explain what this looks like for you. This is kind of like the game of truth or dare, all oh. right? Except there is no dare. It's always truth, and it's always your fucking <laughs> turn. How does that sound? I love it. <laughs> Now, I just right. have to know before we start so, this, when we're, when we're talking deeper, we're talking like three fingers deep. We're talking two fingers deep. Oh how, deep are, how deep are we going here? <laughs> I want to know what kind of party we're having here. I am so glad. We're going whole hands. Oh, my God. I am so glad. I, I'm i so glad I gave that disclaimer at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> all right. This is going to keep us all out of trouble right now. All right. So um, check this out. We want, we want the, the little... That is kind of the fast dance. Let's do it. Okay. So um we're gonna we're gonna be tag teaming here. As bad as that sounds, yeah, we're gonna be tag teaming um, and with Scotty Boy. <laughs> Two to three fingers Perfect. deep with Scotty Boy. I get it. Perfect. After he gave the pervy answer. <laughs> All right. So this is gonna be I'm, I'm gonna go one question, and DK is gonna go let's another. Okay. You ready, ready for this? All right, brother, let's go. Let's say you were offered ten thousand dollars, and and I'm talking American dollars, not the washed out Canadian dollar that you're used Thank to. Okay, this is like powerful yes, American money. money. <laughs> Great American money. Let's do this shit, boys. <laughs> we lost the entire country of Canada right now. Okay, so um, you're offered ten thousand dollars to fight a drunk Brock Lesnar. What do you do? Fight the shit out of him. Bite his ears. Headbutt him fucking shit on his face do whatever you got to do to defeat that man get that money let's do this yes yes <laughs> okay all right you does it ever one. cross your mind to dress up like a woman i've done it a bunch of times oh yes yes oh fuck yeah <laughs> I, okay picture it didn't happen on one time why YOLO, son. Let's do this okay, shit. Okay. For the views. For I the need. views, son. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's go. You you said you have a couple you have a couple of this ones, okay? So um <laughs> before. Worst way you were and you gotta pick one, one or the other. Worst way you ever dumped someone or got dumped twice. Oh, uh, I remember one girl told me that she was done with me because she fucked her best friend and he was better than me and he wasn't fat. I was like, God damn, that sucked. And then, yeah, yeah, that sucked. And then one way that I dumped a girl, which I don't feel proud about, but, you know, again, YOLO, I was a really shitty 19-year-old when I realized I wasn't fat anymore. Uh, I just quit talking to her after I pulled the I love you card and I moved to another town and I just oh, never man. spoke to her again. Yeah, I felt bad. Yeah, that oh. girl really liked me. I'm sorry if you're listening. I feel horrible. <laughs> it's uh, been like seven years. I still feel I bad. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's another one. What would your finishing move be called if you were a pro wrestler? Mm. I would probably have to call it the dick driver. Yes. Yeah, you gotta call like driver. the dick driver. Yeah, you gotta you gotta like throw him in the turnbuckles or something, and like do a fucking flying drop kick, or you gotta do some kind of like somersault dick roll. Fucking, you know, you gotta really make that guy feel the pain. 
God, I'm getting so many mental pictures that I did not want it in my head today. Perfect. That's my Damn. job. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's my turn. All right. What Pokemon name gets you excited? Squirtle. <laughs> all right that's fair that's, fair. that's a perfect answer i honestly didn't know how you were gonna answer that and make it work i love that little blue bastard but he has the best name squirtle squirtle every time oh, i see God. every time i hear that i just think of like the most disgusting porn videos i've ever watched oh my god <laughs> oh god oh god okay um, if you were a girl and you could get new boobs or a new butt what would it be and why i would get new tits because apparently they make you go further in your career and i would not get an ass implant because I hear they cause butt cancer. Okay. I hear oh. that. I hear that more people. <laughs> I, I hear people that want. get butt implants get butt cancer and shit more often. And I have no part for that, sir. I want no part of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, my turn. Um, what? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Because you come from the country. From the country where you can say, um, what song are you most embarrassed to admit you love? Oh, God, I like a bunch of embarrassing shit. Like, if I'm going to be real honest with you guys, I'm a secret fan of, like, old school Backstreet Boys. I really am. I really oh, okay. uh, oh, yes. Like, dude, if, if, yes. if my fire comes on in the truck, I'm like, you are my fire. And I just fuck it. Oh, I jammed to that shit. My son's in the back, and he's like, this is not what we listen to, motherfucker. And I'm like, right now, Dave. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so do you think UFOs exist? Fuck yeah. All right, just straight up. He Fuck yeah. Yeah, there's too many things that don't make sense. They have to be here. You know, I live like 40 minutes away from Roswell, New Mexico, where supposedly the aliens landed. Bro, I'm coming to stay with you. It's that simple. Dude, I've got a spare bedroom, man. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see a bunch of people outside of Roswell when they were like, we're going to storm Area 51? Did you see any of that? Uh, no, we were in Artesia at the time, but they do have like the alien museums you see tourists all the time they come down all the time just to go visit that town <laughs> it's so weird, Damn. It's weird I, love it. I love it all right all right my turn my turn my turn this is a good one would you <laughs> you ready would you ride a moose Fuck naked? Yeah, balls to the wall, son. Gotta make a statement. These people are not living life right. <laughs> You're too excited about this. I'm You're a, too I'm excited a, about yeah. this. Hold on. Have you well, ever? I've never, <laughs> I've never done it, but there was a video of a gentleman that did. You know, there's a moose swimming across a lake, and this motherfucker decided to jump off his boat and, boat and onto the back of a moose. And he's like, woohoo, look at me. I'm a retard. And for sure, like, I kind of wish that was me. Except I just don't want it to be in the water because I don't want the moose to drown. You know, but if I also did it on land, I realize that thing would be like, fuck you, boy, get off my back and stomp my face in. So there's pros and cons to the situation. <laughs> well, you said Jeez. balls to the wall. Technically, it's balls to the moose. <laughs> balls, balls to the antlers? 
balls to, is that the case? Would it be balls to the antler? Like, am I technically like just draping them over his his eyebrows? Is that one of it? Oh, <laughs> oh. Not, okay. more mental images. Well, you gotta, gotta go with the mental images. Give these people a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like this next question might be a reason why you might say yes to that, but. Why do Let's Canadians smoke so much weed? Oh, I'd like to say because we're extremely boring if we didn't. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm not going to lie, man. Like up here, like oh, I grew up in the forest and after a while, yeah, the forest is beautiful, but it's a bunch of fucking trees. You've got to have something else. It's a bunch of trees. That's cool. There's bees, there's beetles, there's trails. Awesome. I've seen the same trail 150 times. Shoot me. I'm not your average Canadian either. Like I hate two things that make Canadians Canadians. I hate beer and I hate hockey. If you're Canadian, fuck you if you like both. I love it. I love it. All right. Here we have last one, last one. What animal is the sexiest of them all? Mm. Kind of sounded like a moose, mm. man. I thought that sounded more like a cow there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would probably, uh, I'm not really attracted to animals, so that's a hard one to answer. But, you know, I, 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 I don't know, maybe a kangaroo? Like, is a, is, a, is a female kangaroo in heat? Is she hot? Like, are they sexy? Like, okay. Like, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Maybe, you know, <laughs> hop on this dick, bitch. Like, I don't know. And then she can, like, tuck you into her. <laughs> you know, that's right. Take the seed and hop off and live your happy life. I mean, Charlie Sheen, with Charlie Sheen, this Jesus shit. Christ. Nobody needs more responsibility. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right, guys, here's something interesting. All these questions that we just asked Scott, they didn't come from our fucked up minds. This came from Scott. Were these all my questions? Minds. Yes, they were all yours. <laughs> here. Yes. We put a post not too long ago asking everybody to post what questions would you like us to ask our next guest. And Scott went ballistic on us and gave us so many questions, not knowing that he was going to be I the next guest. I tried to make you guys laugh. <laughs> so That's all I tried to do. It, it worked. That was my intention. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, shit. I love when somebody puts up a question section. You know, you can't you can't blow up a girl's question section because then they just think you're creepy. Yeah. But when it's your friends and it's people you know and it's people that you can work with, I mean, you got to just light that shit up and have a good laugh. Oh yeah. No, oh well, you did that, man. <laughs> These were some of the best questions. I screenshotted them immediately and sent them to Zeke and was like, "Holy fucking shit, this is beautiful, dude. This is <laughs> <Fantastic>. gold." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> Oh shit! No, those were some good questions. All right, man. <laughs> that was my my last question there. Um, and and Scott, my man, man, I am so thankful you were here today. And honestly, I think this has been the most explicit <laughs> of, of our show so far. I don't know where we're going from here. Uh, but but I want I want to thank you so much, man, for being here for an hour, and I want to thank everybody for for listening to us for an hour, an hour and something. Um, and and it, it's been a lot well, of fun. thank you for having me. And 
you know, it, it's been fun. This is the first podcast I've done and I hope to uh, do many more in the future. And I uh, look forward to seeing more of what you guys produce and what happens. It's been, uh, been a lot of fun. Thank you. Oh, thank you, man. No, like uh, Zeke said, man, it was awesome to have you on. I was excited for this interview um, from the moment we decided to ask you and it did not disappoint whatsoever. I am so glad to hear that. Oh yeah, I dude. apologize to anybody that had their children in the room. <laughs> we warned them. We warned them. I apologize. I know. I guess it's kind of their fault, but uh, you know, you welcome warned. to my mind. This is just a small taste of it. It's fun in here. <laughs> yeah, you need to go check him out. I mean, his stuff on Instagram is just as funny, just as good. But wanted to thank all you listeners who chimed in today and decided to give up an hour of your life to hear three jackasses talk about random shit and um but no you can find this our page at a warrior btb.official on instagram and i'm a co-host on the podcast you can find me at dwatch24 um scott you want to drop your handle so the listeners know very simple for you folks it's just the word contact the number four and then my name's scott with two teeth s-c-o-t-t and you should find me there Awesome. And my other buddy co-host, awesome. Zeke. You want to drop your handle? All right. That's going to be absolutely, bro. That's going to be coach.zeke. And um, again, this, is, this has been amazing. <laughs> it's the most explicit show we've had. And um, if anybody felt offended, honestly, this is fucking comedy. Get over it. All right. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, like Zeke said, you guys were warned, and um, <laughs> and if you really want to keep up with us, keep up with what we're doing, what we've got coming next or down the pipe. Um, we post all of our the majority of it in our stories, so keep up with it on the podcast page on Instagram, and then it'll fill you in on if we have special questions. Like just happened tonight, Scott had no idea. He was going to answer 15 questions that he came up with that were glorious. I had no idea. Glorious. <laughs> you, you crafty bastards. <laughs> but, nah, again, man, it was an absolute pleasure, dude. Thanks for coming on. Well, thank you so much, and I appreciate it, gentlemen. It's been a lot of fun. Hell yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week, and uh, have a great, great week, Bye, guys. guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Got it on